Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Once again, hey everybody, how are you? <laughs> Just so behind the scenes here... Rich thought he had started recording. We went, oh, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. No, it wasn't 15. It, it, wasn't was, like, 15. it was five minutes top, but it <laughs> felt like eternity when you have to do it over. Oh, God. I realized he wasn't recording, and we got to start all over again. Yeah, but at least I can get, uh, uh, what's his face, his name? Mephisto. Mephisto properly this time. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, if anyone, I'm sure a bunch of people have... Listen to the first episode where we talk and name to Mally and Mephilus, and they're like, "No, it's not. It's not that now," and which is fine. That's the whole point. We're there is a guy a- named Alien Pedant in the series, and that's why that's their patron saint. <laughs> mine too, oh, us. Mine too. I get it. It's but, fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's it, it's it's all good. <laughs> so uh, we open up with Shinjiro uh, flying without a suit. And coming up to Mephisto and laying into him like crazy. They have right. a big old fight. And then he gets knocked through a building mm-hmm. into yet another building. Right, which my favorite part was when he goes to all the rebar and you're yeah. like, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> so hats off to the sound design team right. for that. Right. Uh, just perfect, you guys. <laughs> I love it. So uh, he then attempts to summon his suit, but it is locked and he. Tries harder, I guess. I'm <laughs> guessing that's how that works. Like, if you really, really try, right. you'll get it. Yeah. Okay. Right. So he sure. tries harder, and then the experimental suit shows up, and uh, it's like, oh, I guess that one wasn't locked. And you, some low level guy at backside destroyed, we're just like, oops. <laughs> I, I meant to lock that when I forgot to hit that key. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like he didn't, <laughs> he didn't click the toggle switch on something. Like, to just slide it to the left? I don't know just how off. it works. Yeah. Don't I'm sure it's, it's some sort of... I'm sure easy it's some sort of switch. easy, gooey, yeah. you know, uh, <sighs> uh, you know, setting set up. And uh, this guy was just like, oh, no. <laughs> Oops. Who turned off all the vending machines? Oh, no. Exactly. Exactly. Why would you have those next to each other? <laughs> it's like in Spaceballs where you have the giant Mr. Coffee and the giant <laughs> Mr. Explosion or whatever. Mr. Video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, they, they duke it out when now he's got the big suit and um, the SSSP sends in the Dan helicopter. Right. Yeah, the helicopter with Tyro and Moroboshi on it. And uh, Morboshi's got these giant guns with rockets on them that he's holding in his hands. <coughs> it's because I can't. Because science. Well, but the, no, my question would be: Yeah, can he fly without these stupid guns or not? No. My impression is the Ultramen do not fly except for Shinjiro. Okay, I think, but they have. They only fly when it's convenient for the No, scripts. I don't think they'd fly. I think they, they fall with style, as Bud Lightyear would say. They, <laughs> they jump out of the helicopter and they land in their hero pose, which is bad for the knees. And, <laughs> you know, like... I you, know what, you know what else I find funny? If you punch an Ultraman and he lands and he falls on his back, it makes a giant hole. Right. If they land they don't in their three-point landing, they're like... Twink! 
Like, <laughs> yeah, because physics works that way. Yeah, it's often. Out, generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just dawned on me. I was like, wait a second. We've seen a lot of fighting where Ultraman gets knocked off of or into something and it makes a big hole. And then when he actually lands from the helicopter, it's just... Ding. Yeah, like delicate, <laughs> delicate ballerinas. <sighs> <sighs> All right, you guys, that's fine. So, big old fist fight, and he gets... Uh, Mephistopheles gets... gets Mephistopheles. No, Mephistopheles. Okay. We thought it was Mephistopheles, but it's not. It's Mephistopheles. Because he even says his name uh, in yeah, the yeah, next yeah. episode. Um, and he... he Gets uh, he gets Shinjiro all worked up, right? And like, oh, yeah, you're just you're just a goody goody like your old man. Yeah, and what I don't get now, Shin sends the energy rings at Mephistopheles. Yeah, somehow he can spin with lightning, true, sure. gather the rings and send them back. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Alien, right. alien science. <laughs> okay. Sure. I mean, I thought that was covered perfectly fine with the explanation provided in the show, which was oh, nothing. <laughs> just because. Yeah, just because he's an alien and he spins around and ta-da, there you go. <laughs> That's how it works. That is how oh, it God, works. Oh, God, no. Yeah. So, yeah, and he says, uh, you know, it's it's... Let's just say it's not going well for Shinjiro. It's no. just not. No. Um, but of course, um, well, what's the next thing that happens? Well, is then, it like the big Zeton hasn't shown up? Not yet. Or the illusion of big Zeton right. hasn't shown up? Not yet. Because what the, the bad guy creates yet another sphere. Right. Now, Shin, you have to make a choice. You either fight me. Or you save all these people from the sphere that I'm going to oh, send to right. everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, and then he, he he powers himself up, releases his own limiter. Which I didn't realize that that was a good thing. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing, but it allows more power okay. to the suit sure. temporarily for a shorter time. But you <sighs> usually request that from the SSSB. They release the limiter, and then you can duke it out with monsters. But okay. he does it himself, which shows that he is, like, chock full of juice. Right, right. And then the giant Zeton appears in front of him. Right. So he, what else would you do? You shoot your spacium right. at the Zeton. Oh, it's not really there. Right. He blasts everything in the near vicinity because that's what happens if you're not shooting the bad guy. Right. You're shooting everything. Right. And uh, like when, <sighs> when uh, uh, sure, Mephisto says, uh, Hey, uh, you know, these people don't really like you that much anymore. Are you going to save them or are you going to fight me? Fight me? Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, and of course <sighs> he's going to save them because he knows what he should do, and uh, that, that goes well. Um, so, but yeah, he shoots he, he shoots the shoots the energy ball with his energy beam, which sure, sure, like you said, there's, sure, there's really no. Other I don't understand how that works, yeah. but okay. Um, <sighs> And then, you know, then maskers, countless dozens of people working late in the office buildings downtown. <laughs> this and is Japan, after all. There's got to be somebody working in there. I understand that, but having worked downtown near Wall Street enough times before, Sandy. Japan. Never. 
Japan. Gotta remember that part. Japan. The work culture there is you work till the boss goes home. And then you go out drinking with the boss. Oh, God, no. Six nights a week. Oh, God, no. Yeah. That is apparently how that works. According to some documentaries, I have literal documentaries. Literal documentaries. Oh, good God. Yeah. There's a a guy um, who was a foreigner living in Japan. And he's like, I don't have to do that because they don't put the same social responsibility. Um, Because he's not Japanese, he doesn't read. So he doesn't have to do it. So he can leave at 5 o'clock. Oh, good for him. And they're all like, all right, see you tomorrow. They're not mad about it, nothing. They're all like, yeah, you don't have to do that. You're you're, you're American. We have to stay here until the boss decides to leave. Oh, God. And then you get to go do karaoke. Oh, Whee! God, no. God, no. I would never be able to. <laughs> no. <sighs> um, although, maybe it would because you're used to it at this point. I don't know. I know when we all of a sudden get emergency declarations and we have to work the 12-hour weeks, 12-hour days. 12-hour weeks. What are you, George Jensen? 12-hour <laughs> days, seven days a week. The first thing I ever tell the boss is, take it a day a week. Yeah. And he looked at me. No, you can't. I said, you cannot stop me. Yeah. I am going to take a week. There's nothing you can do. Right. Going to take a day a week. I got it. Exactly. I need my mental health. Or I will will crash the truck. It's that simple. I got it. Yeah. Um, And then they always look at, but you're throwing money away. I said, yeah, I get that. Thanks. So many people are just like, why why wouldn't you work seven days a week? You could make more money. Yeah. I could also sell crack. Um, do all kinds of things for more money. Yeah. <sighs> but I mean, I granted the male stripper market has been closed for me for some time. <laughs> but, uh, they say there's a lid for every pot, but it better uh, be a very rich lid. Exactly. But uh, exactly. <laughs> with a very weird kink. <laughs> uh, but finally, they do get Shin to <coughs> calm down. Right. They take him in, put him in a holding cell, which... How are you holding? Sorry. Well, yeah, like, I, you would assume that it's, like, super reinforced or whatever. Um, and also, they don't really know his, the full extent of his power. Okay. Because why well, not? I don't know. But he does get to see the destruction on television. And they say that they can't, they can no longer rely on Ultraman because... All he's doing yeah. is causing destruction. Yeah, he's blowing up buildings for no apparent reason. <sighs> Look, we were all well and fine with you fighting giant monsters and causing immense property damage. But now you're just causing immense property damage. Right, there's no big monsters. With no benefit of us <laughs> being rid of these petulant monsters. <sighs> so we close out with um, with just basically that, right? Like he's Well, kinda- but you get to see that... The, there's cops in a diner who think that the robberies were planned. To like, oh, yeah, there's robberies. That's right. Right. And then you can see... It's Randy's dad and the, the new guy. The new guy. And uh, they go to investigate the robberies. They're like, yeah, clean out like 30 units in half an hour. Right. And then you get to see Bemular, who then gets stabbed by these purple beans. Yeah. And it's some girl. Uh, who we get to find in our next episode. Yeah, her name is... It is uh, Valkyr. Yeah, and that 
I'm guessing that's the Japanese translation for Valkyrie, or is it maybe sure close why enough? Not? Sure, that's why all not? I could see. But why not? this girl becomes very important in our next episode. Yeah, yeah, and we've also find because uh, he was going to meet Adad, which is the right. Dada, Dada guy, right? But it wasn't him; it was me. That's right, Pat Rooney, I'm back in the animation! (laughs) (laughs) And boy, do I play a real bad guy in this one, huh? I get to shrug my acting chops, it's not so bad, but... Yeah, I play a real dick. (laughs) It's all good, it's what's supposed to happen. Alright, so uh, we'll be back right after this with uh, episode four. No one to trust. That's right, right after... And we are back with more of the Science Patrol, episode four of the Netflix Ultraman final season. No one to trust. Uh, we open up. Uh, where are we opening up? We get to see all the damage that Ultraman oh, yeah. has caused. Oh yeah. And all the people around are saying, you know, he might not be the greatest guy in the world because he's causing all of this. Yeah. And Again, then, we were fine when he was fighting giant monsters and doing this, but now not so much. Yeah, we don't see the giant monsters anymore. So why is he still causing all this damage? Right. And Reyna is going to go on television to debate at that Ultraman is really a good guy. Right, against this um, weird guy. This, yeah, this professor who's uh, Professor Beardy. Who, yeah, uh, just weird. Yeah, he's like, it's just, uh, you know, we don't really think he's... Exactly. And then Shin is in his cell, somehow gets a phone... Still has his phone. No, he gets the phone on the tree with his food. Oh. Because he got slid in with Thank his you, food. Thank you, because that, I did not catch that. I caught that, because it was... You can see the little thing that's like, the slide in for I, the food. Yeah, I saw that he got food. Right, so that... You gotta figure that food is yeah, slid point. in. Yeah. And now someone has given him his phone back with the food. So someone has to know... That he needs his phone to be able to transform into Ultraman. We just don't know who. Right. But I don't think that's normal. I think this is because it's a, and I put it in air quotes, virtual suit. Right. What's sure? I don't know the con, like the. How that works. The, uh, let's call it the ins and outs of this yet. <laughs> we'll get there. I'm only I'm on the sure outs we'll at this point. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, yeah, so he's like, virtual suit, this is weird. I'm like, you're telling us? Yeah. <laughs> you were supposed to know what this is. We're trying to figure it out, but you're trying to figure it out too? Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, at that point... We get to see the cops in the restaurant right. watching television where Reina is now debating this guy, and the cop explains the wolf-deer-human connection. Right. Where... We thought we had to kill all the wolves. Almost got them to this to extinction, but now the deer population expanded right. because we don't know what we're doing. So now we can kill <laughs> all the deer, deer. But maybe we should just let nature take its course. Right. The, we sympathize with the deer. The deer ate themselves into extinction by Almost eating all extinction. the food. Again. Right. And basically, if man had kept the hell out of everything, maybe things would be better. If we didn't kill all the kaiju, right. maybe things would be better. Not quite. Yeah, the same, I don't think that's the same. But that's where they're going with. Yeah. 
just stop killing everything and maybe it'll be better. Not with kaiju, but well, yeah, Mephisto's Mephisto's going to take advantage of that. Yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me if this professor um, is either Zarab. I don't really know who it is yet. They haven't quite shown us yeah. yet. It wouldn't surprise me if he was actually Zarab, right? Who after this episode, we're not going to see much of anymore <laughs> as he is brutally killed. Yes. Yes. But boy, do I go great. Oh, that was all practical blood, you know. It was wonderful. Oh, good Lord. But then we get to see that the show, as they're debating, Raina's getting annoyed because she can't get in a word edgewise. And then the moderator stops and says, okay, let's look at our survey. We're taking our audience vote, yeah. And And you're sitting there going... It's all thumbs down for Ultraman. Exactly. And... Do I think we have our episode title? Thumbs down for Ultraman. And you want to say... You know, maybe let her get in a word edgewise as the moderator. No, you don't want her to win. Because no, oh. clearly this is a rigged show, and it's like oh, we need to we need to put forth our agenda. And our agenda is Ultraman bad, right, right. And then the cops watching this bloody thing right. go outside and see a giant purple cloud with four things emerging from it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, which we assume is the bottom of the spaceship, or the whole spaceship, or bottom. Exactly. I just went with its four things. We're right. not supposed to know what they and are. And then it's the guy we all thought was Mephist, and he's like, it is I, Alien Mephisto. I was like, right, scratch that yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> how are these guys not the same guy? I don't I know. I don't know how this works. I don't. It's a, uh, then fine. They, they somehow now, Mephisto, Mephisto. Mephisto. Somehow (laughs) wants to eliminate four Ultramen. Which, okay, sure, we've got a regular Ultraman. We've got Taro, we've got Jack, and we've got... No, we don't have Jack. We have Ultra 7, Ultraman, Zafi, and Taro. Okay. So he's like, I have eliminated two of them. Now he's just to get rid of the other two. I guess. And like... The kind, the kind, the more books is like, wait, what? <laughs> hey, hang on. <laughs> you want to do what to who now? Exactly. <sighs> and then Dan Moriboshi has to go down to the server room because all of a sudden the power just goes down on everything right. in the headquarters. But he sends Tyra down there. Oh, and they're, and they're like, oh, we, we, uh, the cameras noticed that Ultraman is down there. And he's like, that can't be. Right, he's in his cell. Right. But, little did they know that the power outage caused his cell to unlock. But he didn't get out of the cell This is why analog locks are important. (laughs) He hasn't gotten out of the cell yet. Right. Because Taro is down in the server room and sees this girl with pink hair and a glowing pink blade. Yeah. Because, sure, why not? Right. (sighs) Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So then, finally, we... Shin gets out of his cell. Right. And then sees yet another vision of the original Ultraman, which he thought he was supposed to be. Right. No, he knows he's not the original Ultraman. He knows that his father was the original Ultraman. But he sees... He sees... Ultraman in a... You know, the Ultraman suit walking around. And he's like, wait a second. Something's wrong. Yeah, something... And turns out it is Arab. Right. We find out a little bit later. Just a short while later. Yeah. So, Shin 
goes, is being followed by this Ultra. They battle a little bit. He starts up the elevator for the the helicopter right. elevator. Meanwhile, oh, uh, Valkyrie and Tara are duking it out in the sewers. Right. And she's like, she's being all coy and sexy and like, you know, I had the most important job and that was to make sure that Ultraman got away. And he's like, what? Wait, wait a second. What? Hold on. Exactly. Oh, God. The, it, like I said when we were recording the first time. Yeah. The bounce between different things is hard for me to keep track of. Now, a lot of it's because I am as old as I am. I get that. But it's hard to keep track of. <laughs> it's funny. I now I don't have a problem with it now. Season one and two, I was having a real problem with. You know what? It's better than like the absolute conspiracy where it was like. Oh, it just bounces all over the place. It's like the high setting in Pong. No shot. So and the episode just kind of ends. There, there's no... Well, no, there's the big fight of the two Ultraman. Shin, uh, Shinjiro's wearing the virtual suit. Oh, right, 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 right. And he's like, why did that hurt my hand when I punched him? And oh. uh, because we I, we don't know the mechanics of the virtual suit right now. Right, right. Uh, but Shinjiro punches, literally punches his way through the other Ultraman, like... To yeah. ripping out his entrails. Completely. Yeah. And it turns out, oh boy, not, not too good. Yeah, it's alien serum. Uh, and I've got the sucking chest wound. And Taro sees Shin pulling his hand out of Zarab and says, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, no suit. No suit, no nothing. Because my guess is it's the virtual really suit there? isn't really there. But well, not only is it not really there, but no one else can see it. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. But they don't have video evidence. He's like, yeah, I was fighting another guy that looked like me. And they're like, yeah, all the cameras were off. Uh, Which also lends me to believe that it had, uh, that it was Zarab doing something with uh, the burglaries for some reason. Yeah, maybe. But why? Yeah. I don't know. That's Hopefully we'll figure this out. Yeah. Because we know he can interfere with electronics. Right. We've seen right. that before. Seen that before many times. He, he's a good bad guy, but yeah, how is there more than just one of him in this series? Because if not, he's not really going to be able to do much more now that he's been punched through the gut. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, let's face it. Obviously, Mephisto's grand master plan is going to be releasing Zeton. I guess and Big Zeton, most likely. I guess. Like, all roads lead to Zeton. <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, again, uh, we got six, uh, eight more episodes. Yeah, go. it's going to get interesting, yeah. hopefully. I mean, I, again, every video I've seen is like, how do, what, the ending of Ultra? I'm like, I don't want to know that. I just need more <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Why does everybody want to tell me what the yeah, end is? Don't tell us the end. Shut up. <laughs> we get, we can't watch it all in one sitting because... We got to talk about this nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we could have done it and then just said we've binged the whole thing. Here's what it is. But then we don't really have a podcast to go through every week. <laughs> granted, we have enough to worry about. Like, there's plenty. There's plenty. We could have gone through a lot more of Max, but yeah, it's fine. It is what it is. It's, <laughs> it's okay. Um, now, yeah. I'm going to go back go to ahead. the the regulars. 
Did you see the Blazor trailer at the end of Regulus? I did not. Okay. I've seen the Blazor trailer. Okay. I don't know if it's the same one. It might be but the same cool. one. But it's cool. The thing I'm going to be very interested in mm-hmm. is it looks like they're filming Blazor at night because they want to show how shiny his face and his glowy suit is. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, he's so handsome. <laughs> He's, well, he's got the blue glowy Yeah, he's got a glowy face thing. Um, fine. I don't know if there, if that is the case, but... Um, like I said, the trailer... Some of I it saw, is, probably. Yeah, because they want to be able to show the glowy parts of his suit. Right. Okay, sure. Right. Okay, um, sure. Have you got any recommendations this week? Did you watch anything or read anything? Uh, look at anything? I watched the end of A Shining Light, the thing about the meat geese and the Frank family. Meep Geese? Meep is the girl's name, first name. Oh. Geese, G-I-E-S. Oh. And I how, thought you were talking about just people eating geese. No, this is geese her meat. name. This is the woman's name. Meep Geese. Yes. she cute? The it's girl that plays her It's an awfully is. cute name. The girl that plays her Okay, because I'm going to say, because it's a very cute name. Like, you would expect somebody to look really cute. She was, her name was Meep Geese. <laughs> but, you know, how... What happened with the Frank family, and you know, makes you want to punch all these neo Nazis in the face. But that's besides the point. Yeah, I don't need I don't need documentaries yeah, for that. No. Um, but I'm trying to think what what is my I, I, I added a new podcast. I don't want to say I added a whole new podcast, but yeah, no, I did. It's called the Extras, and uh, it is a physical media podcast. But oh. the most important thing about it. Is it's a behind the scenes uh, podcast, but um, George Feldenstein from the uh, Feldenstein from the uh, Warner Archive Group comes on once a month to discuss the forthcoming Warner Archives titles, which he used to do on the Warner Archive podcast, which no longer exists. Ah. So bad news for my wallet, but good news for me now. Actually, like. What do I want? To, like, do I want any of these movies? I got what you're because they would at least chat them up. Like, oh, this is a great new transfer. This is a da da da. We got this. It's about this. And if you like this, you might like this. And that's the reason that's I got true. into the Thin Man because of George hyping the hell out of it yeah, on the podcast. That was such a good movie. Finally, like, fine, George, I'll buy it, and I did, and it's great. Yes. <laughs> and so far, the whole series has been fun. There you go. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, so the extras. It's a podcast. Hosted by Tim Millard. Okay. Fair enough. Enjoy. So anyway, rate, review, and subscribe. All the fun uh, stuff. All the engagement you can do on all platforms will raise the profile of the show and get more people to become aware of Yes. Um, and the Suicide Prevention Helpline is 988. Yeah. Open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I also found out that apparently it's just uh, for depression and... Like you can call up, and if you're not, if you just need somebody to talk to, and they're yeah, yeah, they're to talk to, yes, right. get you if they can help at all, they're right. there to help, yeah, in yeah, any yeah. way that they can, yeah. Yes. So it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can talk or text. Yeah. Uh, the world is better with you in it. So on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Conner. I'm Pat Rooney. Jolly for you guys. Take care, everybody. Bring back Bob. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. 
The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for The Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.